Hey folks, Tito Jeff Fidoff here. Thanks for tuning in. Catch me on Twitter at Fit Happens. This is your Buckeye Daily Blitz. And the spring game was this past weekend um, over the Horseshoe. Ohio State decided to, instead of having a scarlet and gray, like where they draft teams and try to play a semblance of a game, um, they decided to just split it up offense against defense, scarlet the offense, gray the defense. Uh, the offense could score traditional ways, you know, field goal, touchdown, extra point, two-point conversions, whatnot. And the defense would get points for things like three and outs, turnovers, um, you know, uh, holding uh, sacks, things like that. That's how the defense got points. So it was a different kind of format. Really, who won and who lost doesn't matter too much. Uh, for the record, the Scarlet did win 34 to 26. But some players stood out in that game. Um, we'll start off with C.J. Stroud, who, you know, according to what Ryan Day said after the game, wanted to play longer than he did. Stroud ended up going uh, – he played five series – uh, went 14 of 22 for 122 or 120 yards and uh, threw a 29-yard touchdown pass to Jackson Smith and Jigba. No surprise there. They picked up right where they left off. Um, Kyle McCord came in after Stroud. He went. Uh, uh, he completed 14 passes for 129 yards. He went seven for seven in the first half, um, and he also threw a touchdown pass. Went to Joe Royer for 24 yards. That was a second touchdown of the game that Scarlett scored. Devin Brown. The freshman who came in, he uh, also passed for 141 yards, and uh, he hit Reese Stocksdale for a 19-yard touchdown pass uh, for his highlight. So, in the running game, you know, Travion Henderson, we all know Travion Henderson is uh, firmly entrenched as the number one back in the Ohio State offense and maybe the number one back, back in the country for that matter. Uh, he didn't play much, but then Mayan Williams came in, had 101 yards on 15 carries, and really the, the guy who stole the show on the backfield, Evan Pryor, um, he, uh, rushed for 62 yards on nine carries, had a 22 yard touchdown run and also caught four passes for 44 yards. So, um, Evan Pryor really showed a lot in this game, but versatility with the four receptions in addition to the 62 yards rushing, um, you know, but regardless, Ohio state's got this three headed monster out there in the backfield and I should really, it's really not a three headed monster because Henderson's going to be the guy who gets, you know, probably 60% of the touches I'm guessing. And the rest are split up among, you know, my, uh, Williams and Pryor both, but, you know, Ohio State, you know, they don't miss much when Henderson has to leave the game. If they don't, there's not a big drop off there uh, to Williams and Pryor. It's a really a great credit to Ohio State's coaching staff to be able to keep Williams and Pryor both involved, engaged, excited, and on the team, despite the fact they know that they could be a number one running back probably anywhere else in the Big Ten. Think about that. Mayan Williams and Evan Pryor could probably be number one running backs on any other team in the Big Ten. Yet they're here in a backup-type role for Ohio State because they know what the future holds for them there and what it means to have that Ohio State name next to your school when uh, school name when the draft rolls around or when uh, interviews come around when you get ready to head to the NFL. Um, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, Kyle Stokes played really well in the defensive backfield. He uh, broke up a couple of passes. Um, Tommy Eichenberg led the team uh, with 10 first-half tackles, um, and six of them were solo tackles. So, uh, again, it's, it's an exhibition, yes. Uh, but it's fun to see some of these guys out there in action and getting ready for the fall. Uh, but uh, that's what happened on the field. Now, off the field, Ohio State picked up a couple of recruits, uh, uh, verbal commitments from kids in Florida. Um, one of them, uh, Dijon Johnson, he's a six foot one, 190 pound cornerback. Uh, he's from the Tampa area. He's a four star. Uh, he said he will join the 2023 class. And then also, um, uh, Bryson Rogers, who is a three-star receiver, but he's 6'2", 170. Um, and he is also, as a verbally announced Ohio State, any receiver who 
wants a shot to make it to the next level. Coming to Ohio State's a really good start there. So uh, they pick up Johnson and Rogers both as verbal commitment to Ohio State's 2023 class, uh, shaping up as usual as one of the top ones in the country. Moving on to basketball news. This isn't necessarily Ohio State news yet, but it could ha- they could come into play on this. Um, Imani Bates from Memphis has announced he's going to transfer after his freshman year now, entering the transfer portal. Uh, and he was the uh, Gatorade Player of the Year, I think, in 2020 it would have been in high school. Uh, he's from the Michigan area. He originally committed to Michigan State and then ended up backing off of that and heading down to Memphis. This year, he averaged just under 10 points and just over three rebounds a game, uh, but he only played in about half the game. So unhappy there. And so he is transferring. And, you know, like any any big-time transfer that comes through, I would think that if he's um, – I would think Ohio State would be at least somebody who they would want to talk to this individual. Bates – not being the, at all the exception. He wants to be – I think that Ohio State would love to talk to him. He'd be a fine addition to this uh, next season's team. I I think it's a long shot. I think he's more likely to go back to Michigan and go to either Michigan State or Michigan with Jawan Howard, one or the other. I don't see him coming to Ohio State. But, you know, like any other uh, prospect like this, I'm sure Holtman will do his due diligence. So, although when I looked at on CBS Sports, how Ohio State listed as a potential landing spot for Bates – I think they will certainly kick the tires on it, um, but I, I'd i be shocked if he ended up at Ohio State. Um, I would think the Michigan, the two Michigan schools I mentioned probably the first couple options, and if not that, maybe a Kentucky or something like maybe UCLA even for that matter, um, could be in the mix for uh, for Bates. But he's a fine talent, and he's going to be a lottery pick in the NBA, I believe, when, when he does finally announce uh, he's going to the NBA. So uh, that's it for the Buckeye Blitz today. Follow me at Fit Happens on Twitter. And uh, we'll be back later on the week. Lots more football news, I'm sure, will be coming up. We'll talk some uh, about the uh, baseball team a little bit as well. But that's hit for here on the DSP Media. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Buckeye Blitz.